Hello, Bear Nation. My name is Gary Justice, and I'll be your host of the U-Pike Men's Basketball Podcast. This week, I had an opportunity to sit down with the head coach, Ty Compton, as he talks about last week's games against Shawnee State and Thomas More University. Also, previews the upcoming break over the Christmas holiday. Great episode, so stay tuned. Ty Compton, welcome to the UPike Men's Basketball Podcast. Thanks, Gary. I appreciate it. Well, Coach, last week you, you had a, a challenging week as you, you traveled up the road to take on Shawnee State University, picking up a 69-62 victory. And on last Saturday, take on the number 13-ranked Thomas Moore University Saints at the Appalachian Wireless Arena, uh, dropping that one 81-70. But, Coach, Let's go back to Thursday night in Portsmouth, Ohio. The Bears pick up a 69-62 victory over Shawnee State. Yeah, it was a really good road win for our guys. Um, reigning national champions, so a lot of a lot of uh, anticipation going into that game, and uh, just a, a really hard-fought Mid-South Conference game. You know, Shawnee is really, really big, athletic, and physical, and and we knew we'd be in for a, a fight from the from the opening tip. So our guys responded. Um, you know, did a really, really good job defensively. Uh, didn't do a great job on the glass, but but we made enough shots and, and made it tough enough on them to make shots that, uh, you know, that we were able to come out with a win. Well, Coach, offensively, uh, had three players in double figures. Jacob Brown with 18, Corbin Spencer with 14, and Darius Love with 11. Um, and then there's a, a team rebounding that night as well, Coach. But talk about offensively, what stood out to you for the Bears? Yeah, Jacob, uh, you know, JB played really well. Um, you know, he had a lot of one-on-one opportunity with their size and length. They relied a ton on just one-on-one post defense. And uh, JB was able to play patiently and, and uh, was really effective when he got opportunities in the post. And, uh, you know, was able to step out and, and, uh, and find some success from from uh, beyond the arc and, and just inside the arc with a jump shot as well. So very impressed with his game. Uh, it was really good to see him. Uh, kind of have a, a big game against a big-time opponent. He, he works hard every day and uh, has battled through some injuries. And, uh, you know, really good to, to see some success from him early. And and Corbin, you know, Corbin uh, is as steady as it comes for us. You know, he, he has a steadying presence with our group and uh, does a great job controlling the game and, and controlling the tempo and, and making great decisions. So uh, I'm glad to see him. And, and Darius has really played well as well. You know, Darius is explosive in transition and, uh, has been making much better decisions in the half court. And, uh, you know, the results of his game have, have followed. And, um, you know, really, really glad for, for those three guys. All three are returners and, and really happy for those guys to see success. Coach, one other returner I'd like to talk about individually, Tavon Horton, eight points, six rebounds, and five assists and only one turnover. All-around good game from Horton. Yeah, the biggest thing with Tavon, you know, he's really embraced being uh, a great defensive presence for us. Uh, he's he's embraced guarding uh, the best perimeter player, and at times even even guys that work inside on the block. And uh, he takes pride in that that assignment, and, and has done a great job for us this year. And um, you know, the other place that he's really raised his game from last year to this year is uh, with his assists. You know, he's still, uh, he still he doesn't try to try to do too much. Doesn't try to to create home run plays, so to speak, but he's making the right plays, making the easy play, and uh, his overall assist numbers are, are extremely high compared to what they were last year, and, and he's been much more efficient with much fewer turnovers too. So, uh, again, you know, it, it takes a while for some things to click for some guys and just for them to get comfortable uh, totally and, and 
kind of the scheme and the system, and it's good to see some of those guys, uh, you know, finding some comfort in, in what it is that we do. Hey, Coach, also staying on this Shawnee State game, I'd like for you to talk to maybe about some halftime adjustments. In the first half on Thursday night, uh, overall from the floor, the Bears go 14 of 35, 40%, one of nine from deep for 11%. But, Coach, in the second half, you guys come out and go 11 of 22 from the floor, four of eight from deep, and nine of 11 from the free throw line. What type of adjustments did you make at halftime to, to get maybe easier baskets? Yeah, you know, it, we, we we do what we do from a, a schematic standpoint, and, and really when we, we get off track a little bit, it's, it's usually due to a lack of aggression and, um, you know, lack of a willingness to just not take bad shots. You know, I think, um, you know, there's no real secret sauce and what makes us better and, and what leads us to, to – bad nights I, th- I think we have good open shot makers i think we have good catch and shoot guys and and uh within our system you know really getting great shots is predicated on us being able to put pressure on other teams by getting into the paint and kind of creating advantages offensively and um you know it shows in the results when we're able to get into the paint when we're willing to make the right play and make the next pass and, and guys are willing to take the shots that we work we work on and practice every day versus um you know what might be their best shot but not our best shot necessarily uh, results usually follow. So just shot selection Shot selection is a, is a huge thing for us and, and something that we're going to have to be um, aware of moving forward for sure. Well, Coach, I know you talked about defense travels for the Bears, and they traveled to Portsmouth that night as well, too. You guys limit Shawnee State to 28 of 81 from the floor, 34.6% from the floor overall, only 5 of 32 from deep, 15%. So talk about the defensive effort the Bears put on Thursday night. Yeah, we, we really did a great job uh, up until the point that the shot went up, you know, and we gave them, you know, we gave up 20 offensive rebounds and, and we actually, you know, I think Shawnee actually got 24 more shot attempts on the night than we did. And, uh, you know, for you to tell me that we won by seven, nine, whatever it was on the road um, against Shawnee State, giving up 20 offensive rebounds and, and giving up 24 more shot opportunities, um, you know, I would have called you crazy, but, you know, somehow we found a way, um, you know, we, we knew some of their best offense at times is, is to, to shoot it up and go get it. So we were really locked in and, um, you know, it, offensive rebounding is, is a huge staple to what they do. And, and uh, you know, we, we have to be better on the defensive glass. I thought our guys battled, but at the same time, it, it's really hard to know just how hard they go to the glass and just how difficult it is against a team that really crashes like they do until you get into the moment and uh just really glad that we were able to manage that first shot defense the way we did and and uh you know put enough pressure on them you know even with second and third opportunities uh you know once they got the ball in their hands we were locked in we we're ready to guard we just got to keep it out of their hands a little bit a little bit less than what we did so coach after that victory uh, the bears moved to four and one in the conference and you, and you come back on saturday to take on number 13 ranked thomas moore University and the Bears dropped that one, Coach, eighty-one to seventy. Offensively, individually for the Bears, Darius Love continues his strong season with twenty-five points. Dueling has eleven. Malik Malone has eleven, and Kevin Bishop has ten. Has the Bears put four players in double figures? What was your overall impression of the ball game on Saturday, Coach? Yeah, we knew you know us coming off a big road win, and and Thomas Moore coming off a tough home loss. We knew they would be locked in. They would be focused, and and what Thomas Moore does from a schematic standpoint offensively, uh, it's tough to prepare for on a quick turnaround. So I thought we were prepared. I thought we did a decent job um, guarding their action. We didn't do a very good job of winning 
uh, just one-on-one matchups and, and being able to stop. You know, that was a really that was really the first time our defense had kind of let us down all year. Um, I felt like, and and we've had a couple games. You know, that was the second game I felt like where we just really struggled as a team and as a staff uh, to figure out at least one side of the ball uh, really well to kind of lean on that side of the ball to get us success down the stretch. And, uh, we were lucky enough to win one of those earlier in the year, and, and this time Thomas Moore made us pay for that. But uh, just, you know, it, it, it's a tough game. You know, we're our guys knew they were going home for break right after the game, and, um, you know, it's kind of hard, you know, when, when you feel like you got one foot in, one foot out, so to speak. You try to keep people locked in and focused on the task at hand, but uh, most of these guys weren't able to go home for Thanksgiving. They haven't been home in several months, and they're excited about that. And, um, you know, before we could get everybody locked back in and, and – really focused on the task at hand. Um, you know, we were in we were in for a battle and um, you know, it was really close down the stretch. I think it was a, a two point game there with two or three minutes to go and uh, you know, kind of stretched it out there toward the end with some free throws and different things. But um, you know, again, just a, a game that was really close against a really, really good team and uh, proud of our guys for going out and showing that we're able to compete and belong uh, with that upper echelon of the Mid South Conference, but at the same time disappointing that uh, you know, I don't think that we played uh, our A game, don't, don't even really feel like we played our B game in that game and, uh, you know, still had a chance. But uh, just just got to gotta find something on one side of the ball to give us a chance, and we were, we were unable to do that on Saturday. Well, the Bears shot the basketball really extremely well, Coach, on Saturday. Go 30 of 62 from the floor, 48%, 6 of 15 from deep, 40%. Um, but I had limited uh, trips to the free throw line, only 4 or 5, though, but 80%. Uh, coach, uh, then you have Thomas Moore, 13, 13th ranked team in, in the country. Again, you talk about a very talented team. Noah Pack had a big game for them, 27 points. I thought defensively, Coach, uh, uh, so I was talking to the associate head coach, Evan Faulkner, Ryan Batie, maybe one of the leaders for the player of the year. You guys held him to 14 points, six points below his season average. Can you talk about that defensive focus on Batie that day? Yeah, he's he's really the engine that makes him go typically, and and we knew we were gonna have our hands full with him. He's he's been dangerous, you know, every game he's played in the league. So, um, thought we did a good job. You know, we we threw some double teams at him late, and I think that kind of got him out of rhythm a little bit. But again, uh, you know, when you're having to to focus on a player like him, uh, and throw double teams at a player like him from time to time, it's gonna put a little bit more pressure on the other guys on the floor uh, to just win those one on one matchups, and and. Uh, you know, you can't double everybody that touches the ball. You can't run and double everybody that, that is on the floor. So kind of got to pick your poison, so to speak. And, um, you know, Noah Pack did a fantastic job taking advantage of, of one-on-one opportunities because of our focus on on Ryan. And, and uh, you know, credit to him and credit to them for, for winning the matchups that they needed to win to be able to, to come out victorious. But, um, you know, they, they don't foul a lot. You know, offensively knew we would we – would, you know, the game was going to be about getting to the rim and finishing. You know, we missed – Double figure, uh, you know, what I would call layups, just off two feet or, or right there at the rim within three or four feet. And, uh, you know, didn't didn't have a great um, great amount of finishing capability, you know, right there around the rim like we normally would. I think last game we shot like 65% against them and uh, have only made like an average of three, three and a half threes per game over the last four meetings with them. So we knew we knew the three-point shot would, would be tough. They do a great job of taking that away. Uh, but we did feel like we could get to the rim. Uh, whenever we wanted, we just had to make sure that we executed those opportunities. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, we needed to execute just a few more than we did. Uh, Coach, uh, one other person for the Bears individually I could talk about, I think it's his best game in a Bears uniform. Malik Malone comes up for the first time in double figures, 11 points. 
and along with two rebounds on the day, also had a block shot and three steals. Can you talk about his performance? Yeah, Malik is, is really, you know, he had a great week for us. You know, he played a, a big-time role for us at, at Shawnee State as well and um, hitting the glass and, and defensively. And, um, you know, he, he's, a, he's a guy that it, it's starting to click for him a little bit. I, I think he was – he had a tough time adjusting to, to new surroundings, a new system. Um, but, you know, the, the injury to Maurice Dixon that he's been playing through, he had a dislocated finger last Saturday against uh, Appalachian Bible and um, got some real soreness and tenderness in that finger, and that's limited his ability. You know, we needed somebody else to step up, and Malik's done a great job of doing that and, and filling in that role and uh, has certainly earned more opportunity moving forward. You know, four guys in double figures Saturday, three of which – uh, were different than the guys that we had in double figures on Thursday, uh, which is representative of what we are and, and who we want to be. You know, we, we want guys to to take advantage of opportunities and understand that it's a, a true team effort. And, and we never know, uh, you know, never know from night to night who is going to be step up and, and be able to make plays and have an opportunity. I think that makes us tough to guard, tough to prepare for. Um, and, uh, you know, really, really keeps everyone involved just because they know they're always going to have a chance regardless of what the outcome was the last game. They know the next game may present more opportunity for them. Uh, and, and as long as we're willing to make the right play uh, every time, you know, we'll, we'll let the defense decide who who is productive for us. Well, okay, Coach, so you got a little bit of a break now. The next ball game's not until December the 30th at 2 o'clock in the U-Pike Gym. We'll be taking on the University of the Rio Grande Red Storm. Talk about what the team will be doing and how much of a break will you guys be taking off or we'll be coming back together? Yeah, most of our guys are, are from out of town, so they were able to leave on the 19th and, and head home. And we'll have those guys back for a, a late-night practice on the 26th, and uh, we'll play on the 30th. You know, Rio's a, a team that, that competed extremely well last year in their conference. They, they split with us last year, uh, each of us winning at home. And, and they qualified for the national tournament last year in, in, a, in the COVID season. So um, it's, we're going to have our hands full. We know the task at hand and, um, you know, just, just coming back. And, and this is really, as a coach, this is one of your more favorite times of the year. You know, you're able to, to really lock in and focus on just basketball. The guys don't have classes. The guys don't have a ton of outside distraction. And you're able to be around them a little bit more off the floor just because their time's freed up and, and, uh, you know, this is the time of year where you get to kind of slow th- slow things down a little bit and, and work on some of the details that you've been needing to work on that maybe it's just been tough to find time to do. So one more conference game or non-conference game before we jump into uh, full-time conference play for the rest of the year. But, uh, you know, I think our guys will be excited, refreshed, coming back from break and, and ready to go on the 30th. Well, Coach, uh, we definitely appreciate your time and, and hopefully, I think everybody made it through the the first part of the season relatively healthy. I know you mentioned Maurice's and the and the finger maybe a little bit of time off may help him with that tenderness there. He can come back strong. He's definitely been playing a key role for the Bears. But coach, we want to appreciate all your time on the podcast, and also wish you and the coaching staff and all the players a Merry Christmas as well. Thanks, Gary. I appreciate it. Merry Christmas to you too. Thank you, Coach. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the UPike Men's Basketball Podcast. And to stay tuned with all information about UPike Men's Basketball, stay tuned to upikebears.com for updated information. This podcast can be heard on all the podcast platforms. Please like, subscribe, leave a comment, and also share. Please remember, it's always a great day to be a bear.